Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hi, and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. We've been on hiatus for a couple of months, but we are back, and I'm very excited about all the topics that we're going to be sharing with you over the next few months. In fact, I have a few guests that I'm going to be sharing with you. In fact, in this particular podcast, I have with me someone that's going to be fantastic, that has some great tips to share with you when it comes to connecting spiritually. But first, I want to talk about something that's been kind of on my, on my mind lately, and that is the body and how we listen to it. It's time for a Body Bella segment. in a vibe mode, you are definitely in touch with what is going on with your body. So my question is, are you listening to what's going on with your body? Our body does communicate to us all the time. The problem is that we don't always listen. One of the things I have learned as I go through my midlife journey is the cost of not listening to my body. It's really mandatory to do so as we age. The signs we get are blessings, not meant to cause fear or anxiety, but rather an opportunity to tune into our bodies and actually act on what you're feeling. One way to tune into your body is to get quiet and stop at least once a day and tune in with you. Sometimes you will feel, sometimes you won't, but the main idea is to get used to tuning in and listening for messages that your body is sending you. Think about it. When was the last time you had a sharp pain, let's say, um, in the gut? What did you do? Did you stop and listen for a minute to see what that pain was all about? Or did you just go ahead and push through it? You know, listening to your body can give you many benefits. It can definitely lead you to more pleasure. One of the side effects of habitually suppressing the body's uncomfortable messages is that you also begin to automatically suppress a lot of the things that bring you pleasure. Learning how to tune back into pleasure will help you to identify and pursue more of what makes you feel good and brings you more joy and gratification in your life. Also, learning to listen to your body can sharpen your emotional intelligence. Emotionals, emotions are physical. We feel them in our bodies. So habitually tuning out your body's signals means that you're also tuning out in your emotions. 
And that can be really confusing sometimes, but allowing yourself to feel your body, both good and bad, and those emotions and feelings that it brings up is a good thing and can really lead us to better decisions and also having a more authentic and joyful life. Listening to your body can also lead to a better workout. I mean, learn the difference between good pain and bad pain, and you'll know when it's safe to push yourself at the gym or at your workout and when you need to dial it down a notch. What does it feel like when your body is craving rest versus when it's craving a workout? What does it feel like for your glutes to be firing and functioning properly and when you're doing a squat versus your low back or hip flexors are doing most of the work? Tuning into your body gives you better information to work with, which leads to better overall durability, as well as stronger muscle contractions. And that means a better and faster and safer results whenever you work out. Listening to your body can also help you with your relationship with food. As you might imagine, being able to hear your body when it says, I'm hungry and I'm full, makes it a lot easier to know when to eat and when to stop. It also makes it easier to know what to eat. I just recently had an experience with cream of wheat. Now, I don't normally eat cream of wheat, but I had a taste for it and it was in the cabinet, so I ate it. <laughs> I had a cup and after about 30 minutes, I started feeling kind of nauseated, weak, kind of tired. I mean, out of nowhere. Now, I didn't put any sugar in it. I just put a little bit of honey. So it wasn't like a sugar high or a sugar low. I couldn't figure out why this was happening because it had never happened before with any of the food I normally eat. I started tuning into my body. I got quiet and I listened. And I realized I felt this way recently after eating some wheat fans. That inner voice said, look at the contents of cream of wheat. So I did. And there it was right there gluten. And wheat thins have gluten too. Now, I don't normally react to gluten this way because frankly, I don't eat a lot of crackers and cereal and lots of bread. So I've never had an issue with gluten. But I did have this sensitivity with cream of wheat and wheat thins. And I discovered that perhaps I've developed a gluten sensitivity. Many times you can get some valuable information about what's going on with your body if you would just stop and listen. By stopping and listening to my body and going back and thinking about what I've been eating that might have caused that same issue, I learned something about what I should and should not eat. Allowing our bodies to guide us through the messages it sends us is just another way to honor our body and it's another way to be well. It's another way for us to stay connected with us. But what else can we do to stay connected with our mind, body, and spirit? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about mind moves. Our minds are so powerful. 
I always say what we think about and what we ponder on truly does come to pass. And while many of us have experienced the results of a positive mindset, what is the secret sauce that we need to keep our minds focused on the positive and not going to places that aren't positive? I don't have to tell you what can happen and how costly it is to maintain a negative mindset. We have all experienced the results of that. In fact, our current state of affairs in the United States can speak to what has been negatively impacting us. We are in a very negative political season. Our economy is not doing well. And of course, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's no wonder that our positive mindset is being challenged every single day. So what can we do? What can we do to not allow our outer circumstances to always feed into the mindset that we want to have? I have found that these practices can help keep us on track. And I do use them, not every single day, but definitely use them to try to stay positive. First of all, I try to focus on the good things rather than focusing on all the challenging situations and obstacles that are a part of life. I'm not in denial about what's going on. I am just trying to make a conscious choice to not let what's going on around me define me and to rule how I feel about my day. I also believe in the practice of gratitude, being thankful and recognizing what you're thankful for, talking about what you're thankful for, even keeping a gratitude journal. I believe that keeping a gratitude journal and at least writing in it once a day, maybe three things that you're grateful for can go a long way towards helping you have a more positive mindset. And also I believe in humor. Open yourself up to humor. I mean, allow yourself to laugh, find a funny movie, watch those silly videos on TikTok or go to uh, your YouTube channel and find something funny or read someone's Twitter feed. Man, there's some funny things on Twitter that crack me up. <laughs> but humor is healing. Laughter is so important. It gets those happy hormones going and it takes you out of yourself in terms of the things that might make you feel unpositive. Another thing. Spend some time with positive people. Get rid of those energy vampires, those people who just suck the life out of you. And they're always negative. They're always talking about negative things. They're always, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? And the, the hear about is always something negative. Instead, spend some time with positive people. And if you don't have any positive people in your life, get some positive people in your life. And practice how you talk to yourself. Practice positive self-talk. Say loving things about yourself. When you look in the mirror, don't automatically say, girl, you look a hot mess. Why not say, girl, you look beautiful. Or by the time I put on the makeup and do your hair, you are going to be beautiful. You're going to be awesome. You know, instead of always focusing on those things that we think that we're not, focus on those things that we know that we are that are good. And also talk to yourself about the way you're going to be or that you want to be. You may not be there yet, but you're working on it. I have a long list of I am's that I say every day and that I look at every day. I'm not all those I am's, but I'm working on them. And that alone makes me feel more positive. Also, identify those areas in your life that are negative and get rid of them. You know, do, are you working in a negative environment? Do you need to change that? Um, are, is there something going on in your home that's negative? Do you need to sit down and have a talk? Again, are there negative people in your life you need to remove? Remove whatever negativity that you can. 
to help foster a more positive mindset. Also, start your day in a positive way. I truly believe that starting your day in a positive way can really impact how the rest of your day can be. I like starting my day with prayer, uh, with reading affirmation and scripture and listening to gospel music. That really goes a long way for me. Other people like to start their day with a workout, taking a hot shower, whatever it is. I have a whole process that I like to go through and I posted a link in the description for those of you who might be on Anchor or on Apple Podcasts or whatever, however you're listening to this podcast. If you click on the link, it'll lead you to a YouTube video that I did about starting your day in a positive way. You know, I can't say, like I said, that I do all of these things every single day, but when I do any of them, they absolutely do help. Having a positive mindset takes work, just like anything that's worthwhile. But the journey to that positive mindset is such a great experience. Working on having a positive mindset can change your life. It can help you to move forward in life, aware of what is going on, and it will also help you to allow for more blessings that God already has for you. Which brings me to the idea of spiritual wellness and how we can stay connected spiritually. Time for our spiritual bliss segment and the wonderful guests I have for you today. have talked about seven things we need to be doing hopefully every day to live a vibe life we've covered our body and the things we need to be doing and our minds and the things that we should be doing but what about from a spiritual perspective how do we stay connected to that inner voice how do we continue to grow spiritually regardless of what kinds of crazy things are going on around us well we're going to talk about that get ready for our spiritual bliss moment Well, I'm so excited that today we have someone with us who actually is an expert in when it comes to coaching people and how to live a vibe life. And she's a life coach, an entrepreneur. Her name is Carolyn McGraw. Carolyn has a fantastic background. She's been an intuitive coach also. Uh, she mentors entrepreneurs and she really believes in living your life on purpose. And that's the name of Carolyn's TV show as well on the Woman Broadcast Network channel. She is an international best-selling co-author with her chapter entitled The Healing Power of Love and Forgiveness. She combines her master's degree in education with over 15 years of experience as a clinical hypnotherapist. Carolyn guides others on how to transform their wound story to their wow story. For over 20 years, she taught school and worked with at-risk youth out of gangs, transforming their lives with poetry therapy, sharing her story on TV. Wow, Carolyn, what a varied and diverse background you have. And welcome to Vibe Living Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here. 
Thank you, Linus. I love what you're doing, what you're about, and so honored to, to connect with you and your, your audience. Well, thank you. You know, you are actually living a vibe life and uh, doing and pursuing the things that God has placed upon your heart to do. And I'm so excited that you have also been my co-collaborator for the Hope and Wellness Summit and now our Hope and Wellness Retreat. And we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But I really want to focus on those things you're talking about when it comes to uh, developing positive spiritual habits, those seven things that we need to be doing to enhance ourselves spiritually. And I was wondering, how did you come to uh, develop these habits and where does all that come from? Oh, great question. So um, that's, you know, uh, there's multiple intelligence and one, one of the intelligence is spirituality and, um, you know, the intuitive and um, you know, gifted in insight. And that's, that's me. That's uh, some gifts I discovered when I was young that I could, um, I was empathic. I could feel other people's feelings and emotions. And I didn't know what to do with that. And um, so I, on my journey, I wanted to figure out how I could use that to help others, to inspire them, to empower them, to heal their hearts. And so I've just been on this journey of learning the healing arts. And really what I'm finding is I'm really, when I'm working with someone, I'm really, you know, tuning into their soul and what is in their heart and what, um, what's in the way of them um, being their highest version, their best version of themselves. And, you know, teaching tools to help them to let go of the past, to forgive, to um, step into their purpose. So I've been on that journey for myself. I'm helping my clients do that. I love speaking about it. And, uh, you know, I found that our spiritual wellness is the key factor in our physical and emotional well-being. That is so, so true. Isn't it, don't you find that true? That it's like the shortcut, you know, if we're focused on our inner connection, our divine connection, and, and uh, making time for sacred um, time that that's going to improve our relationships, our health, our prosperity, everything. So tell us about these seven things, these seven habits uh, that help us to be spiritually well. Okay. So number one, um, as I mentioned, you know, making a daily time, morning is the best for your sacred spiritual ritual time where you are using meditation and prayer and listening to what's what's on your heart what's the most important thing for you to do that day where is god leading you so through journaling meditating prayer and reading inspirational um, messages um, books and you know the wonderful bible you know to tune into what god wants you to do and so when, you, when I have done that for myself, um, my day goes smoothly, peaceful. I have more patience. I'm happier. I feel a balance. And amazing things happen when I start my day with that. And I notice when I don't, when I get rushed and in a hurry and I don't have that time, I kind of struggle through the day and, and things aren't going as well. So um, that's my, my number one. How about you, Linus? What's one of the things that you do? Well, we have something in common because I certainly do believe in starting 
your day in a positive way. In fact, I have a whole course, online course about starting your day in a positive way. And one of the things I really do believe in is, is giving God or whatever that higher being is that you believe in, whatever you call it, the first fruits of the day, your first thoughts, you know, asking for guidance, you know, um, just sharing and having that conversation uh, with your inner spirit or with God or the Holy Spirit, and really uh, being vulnerable and open to whatever messages are there available for you that you know that you're ready to receive. So I agree that uh, starting your day, you know, being able to pray or meditate or uh, perhaps read scripture or read something that's positive or listening to something that's positive. I find for me, listening to gospel music is really mm-hmm. early in the morning, but basically trying to do all things that are positive and not do anything that's negative, mm-hmm. which for me means not listening to the news, uh, not listening to TV at all, but listening for those things that are going to help raise my vibration, that are going to help yes. lift me and help me yes. you know, feel um, a positive outlook in terms of looking forward to the day. Yes, yes to that. And there's so many benefits um, through that taking that time for yourself and that inner reflection is what that meditation and interconnection does. It, it lowers your, um, your blood pressure. It um, helps you overcome that inner critic of that negative voice. And it sets you like in alignment with what's, you know, you know, the most important things, you know, sometimes our priorities get askew and, you know, what are we focusing our time in and having that, that time helps you to prioritize most important things. And I've also found that um, our body breaks down when our spirit can no longer cope. And whatever the anxiety, the depression, the physical pain that we have, it's a message from our body alerting us that we need to do something different. We need to listen to the signals. Maybe it's resting, maybe it's, um, you know, changing our diet or, you know, reaching out for help with that uh, emotional anxiety and depression. And that really it comes down to forgiving is the antidote. You know, we got to let go and forgive and accept, you know, what is going on with our life that gives us, um, that rejuvenation in our spirit that then improves our health and our relationships, our mind and body. So we've started our day and we're kind of like on our way to uh, a spiritual, one good solid spiritual habit. What are some of the other ones that you have that you think are really important that we do on a daily basis? Yes. Well, my motto is take the time to make your soul happy. And it is doing the things you love to do um, that, you know, bring you joy, that bring you happiness, that relax you, that make you laugh, Um, you know, that we put that last on our priority list. You know, we got to take care of business, the chores, the, you know, all the things that we we have to do, maybe everyone else before ourselves. And, you know, to put that at the top of your priority is like, what is it that makes your soul happy? And I find that expressing yourself through the arts, if it's writing, acting, drawing, painting, creating something, if it's crafting, um, singing, music, you know, all those things is like a, um, a, a therapeutic tool to release our, you know, inner feelings. 
And it's also this creating something that can inspire someone else. It can, um, you know, it's an, ex an expression and therapy at the same time. With that, I, in fact, I like to do adult coloring. I love yes. out the colorings and then trying to stay within the lines and all this stuff. I discovered it a few years ago and it's, it's really become something that has given me great solace. And it also kind of wake you. Know, I'm using different parts of my brain when I'm creating mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. I recently added another stream of revenue to my business and I now have online strategy clients. And one of the things that I do is I create their social media banners and their, um, all of their graphics and stuff. And I, you know, I didn't know how to do this 10 years ago, but this was one of the skills I picked up, you know, uh, in running my business and actually I've gotten pretty good at it. And I have to say, <laughs> yes, that, you right? have the coloring <laughs> and have. stuff. Yeah. The coloring and stuff has kind of awakened that part of my brain around creativities and colors and all of that. But it does give me a sense of solace and a sense of peace, you know, when I'm doing those kinds of things. I love that. Yes, I do something similar. Um, I have visual journaling that I work um, with kids. Also, this is so wonderful. Um, you know, I have them, you know, breathe, relax and ask a question, you know, what, what is um, stressing you or what's making you angry or sad? And to just, you know, let let it come out through your hand through the the, the crayon, the marker to just let it express like you're tapping into your subconscious, your heart. Um, space to recognize what's really going on that you need to take a look at, address, and it is also releasing at the same time. So you have more room to breathe inside when you're finding a way to have an outlet. Wonderful for all ages to be able to do, um, yeah, creating and re releasing and expressing. I find that um, adding that component in your life, even if you think you're not that creative, it's not so much about how great it is that you're creating. It's just the idea that you're creating. And in some cases, for some people, using a different part of your brain, um, exercising those brain muscles to do something that's different that you're not used to. And this is so important when it comes to living a vibe life and to really thriving at midlife. And that is exploring those sides of you maybe that you haven't had a chance to explore. And one of those is that whole creativity thing. If you've been a creative, let's say a baker or something like that, fantastic. Mm -hmm. well, perhaps you mm -hmm. want to take a look at maybe being a great cook, or perhaps you want to take a look at, you know, uh, growing the herbs that you might want to use or things of that nature where it might be an offshoot of something that you're interested in, but takes you down a completely different road of your creativity. Yes. And with that is also one of my, my next uh, step for increasing your spiritual um, vibe or <laughs> life is, you know, that passion, discovering what was it that you used to love to do or you haven't had time and, you know, make time to develop that, use that, connect with other people that have that same passion because that passion can take you to your purpose. And your purpose is finding what you love and how you can help others, bless others' lives through what you love to do, what you're good at doing. And I, I help people create um, a life purpose statement. And I ask them questions, you know, what is it um, that's, you know, your values and what is so important to you and what you love to do. And we kind of create a statement so that they can empower them to um, make that a priori priority and living that and connecting 
there. You know, so many people want to, um, I work with anxiety and depression. And one of the questions I ask them is like, well, what are, you know, when you don't have anxiety and depression, you know, what is it that you're wanting to do? And they're wanting to make a difference. They're wanting to have meaning in their life and use their gifts and talents. And that's your purpose. When you're using your gifts and talents and sharing it with others, you're living your life purpose. And that's just joyful. That's just that high vibe. You're in the high vibe. You're, you're, you're living your, your passion and your joy. And other people want, want, want that, right? They, they're attracted to you. That's like, how are you doing that? You know, they want to learn from you because uh, they want that. So that puts out that attraction into people who are also wanting what you have. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like when you're really operating in your gifting, it becomes almost like a symbiotic uh, experience when people are attracted to you and, and you find yourself attracted to them. Because normally people are attracted to you because there's something about you that reminds them either of themselves or something that they would like to do that they haven't done yet. And so that kind of attraction can be symbiotic. You know, at first they might be attracted to you because you've got that glow and they want to figure out, gee, what is it about that glow? Uh, I want to have that glow. I, I want to find out what it is she's doing. And almost always, when you actually have that exchange of information, you find out that you have a lot of things in common with that person. And that person may not be doing exactly some of the things that you're doing, but perhaps there's always been a desire to do those kinds of things. Yes. Yes. And so one of my other steps is intentional living. So cr making intentions each day for how you want your day to be, what you want to experience, what you want to feel. Um, and like, I'll, I'll be on a walk with my daughter who's 12 and I'll say, what, what do you want to experience and feel today? You know? And she'll say, I want a productive day. I want to be relaxed. I want to have fun. And so we both state our intention to each other and like encouraging each other to, you know, set that for the day. And then you can do that for each activity that you're doing. When you're with your family, how do you want to feel with your family? Is it bonding? Is it connecting? Is it um, enjoying each other? So I think about that before I go and, you know, hang out with my family members. Like, how do I want? And I kind of, you know, gets me on that high vibe and then they can feel that and it's intentional living. Um, I do that with my business, with my clients, with everything that I'm doing is how do I want to be and feel? Instead of, um, instead of thinking about problems, I think about the solutions and not how I don't want it to be, but how I do want it to be. Yeah, you know, I do do that. I try to be very intentional in everything that I do. And I try to imagine what it's going to look like. I'm very visual. Mm -hmm. I have things mm -hmm. all on my walls that talks about, you know, what it is I'm going to be doing and how it is I want it to look like. And it gives me great comfort uh, as, you know, things begin to come to fruition. I'll say, wow, that's something I put on my wall five months ago and it's actually happening. Or, oh, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm going to make it happen because these other things have happened. You know, it's important uh, that when we're setting our intentions and these things come to be, that we actually make sure that we celebrate our successes. We don't want to take yes. those things for granted, especially in this right. environment these days where you feel like you have to search for things to celebrate. And the reality is, is that basically getting up in the morning and still being in our right minds is a way to, is one thing to definitely celebrate. But aside from the obvious things, there are things that you accomplish every day.
whether you've actually written them down on your to-do list or not. Every day. So every day is a reason for celebration. Every day you're overcoming whatever little obstacle or whatever little challenge you've come across, whatever, to get to your desired result. Sometimes we don't really think about it that much because these are things that we work out every day. But there's still little miracles that we need to celebrate because I really do believe that mm -hmm. what we focus on, what we think about, truly does come to pass and you can kind of begin to start this trajectory of little miracles that become larger and larger and larger until the next thing you know that thing on your wall that seemed so impossible you're there you're right at the precipice or it's already happening and you realize that oh my gosh this is something that i helped to manifest mm -hmm. just by being spiritually connected to our thoughts you know and what it is that we're thinking and and also being aware of what our minds need to be doing and what our body needs to be feeling it's such a symbiotic relationship that mind body spirit connection and it's all about uh keeping those things healthy and going so that we can live the vibe life you use my favorite word, miracles. I, I feel like I'm a miracle maker. And when we are in that high vibe and everything that we've talked about and aligned and we're doing our passion and we're on purpose, um, miracles happen. And just to expect, expect miracles. And I, I used, uh, I've been doing this Miracle Monday. Monday's miracle. I share with my friends. It's Miracle Monday. Let's pray. Let's expect. Let's believe that we can receive. And every time, the most amazing things out of nowhere um, happen to increase our our happiness and our prosperity. So Miracle Monday is what I love to do. And you know, there's one other thing I want to talk about here is that um, what interferes with our spiritual wellness, and it's these self-sabotaging patterns that we have the distractions that keep us from our highest version and our reaching our goals and dreams and you know i'm working on that myself and i'm noticing the pattern and why i'm not reaching that goal and so i said okay i got to do a little process on myself and as i'm learning i want to share that with others like this is what helped me to overcome you know i have a sugar addiction you know and i am working to break through that because i know it's keeping me from reaching that higher level that i want to be at you know i want to so i i i just created this 30 days to uh, break through self-sabotage and reach your dreams and goals faster oh i love that i love that um that's one of your new products that you're working on yes yeah i love that that's true because we probably uh, sabotage ourselves much more than other people do uh, we have a tendency to look outside of ourselves in terms of why something isn't working right. But the reality is that much of that starts with us and all of the energy and focus and uh, effort comes from inside of us. And so therefore, if we are sabotaging something that's not coming to fruition the way we want to, uh, we can turn that right around and be able to develop those good habits that can take you to what it is that you do want to manifest. So I absolutely believe in the power of our minds uh, to be able to support those dreams, visions, and goals that we want to accomplish. Um, if you're thinking about it, if it's come to mind, then it really does mean that you can do it. It's all about recognizing those tools that God has already left for you. Sometimes the tools come in real action steps. Sometimes they come in the guise of people or things, but there's definitely something there that's meant just for you to help you accomplish that goal or to set that intention or uh, to manifest that 
life that you want. It's more than possible. It's already there. We just have to make up our minds in terms of really listening and being obedient and following that inner voice uh, that's going to lead you to your ultimate goals, your ultimate manifestations. Yes. And those self-sabotaging um, are distractions. We just get let ourselves get distracted and then we get off our purpose, off our goal. And, you know, that we just need help. We just need help. You know, we need that positive friend that's going to remind us, you know, and, uh, you know, accountability and help us remember, you know, to silence that inner critic. And that's happens when you're doing the meditation, when you're making your intentions, when you're tuning in and listening and, you know, the positive music and reading, all that helps you um, get narrowed into your miracle. What else do we need to be thinking about when it comes to uh, developing positive uh, spiritual habits on a daily basis? Well, I think uh, to me, it's doing your emotional homework. You know, um, whatever uh, we, you know, 90% of our stress is emotional um, energy. It's um, holding on to somebody that hurt us in the past or what someone said to us that it's affecting our, our, our organs and, and our immune system and keeping us, you know, off balance. And it's like, we have to, we can't ignore it anymore. We have to address it. You know, it's who do you need to forgive is the question to ask. Who do you need to forgive? And you know what? So many people, the hardest one to forgive is themselves. Mm -hmm. It can be so challenging and to, you know, give ourselves a break from the mistakes and stop focusing on our weaknesses. So if we can learn to forgive ourselves and to love ourselves unconditionally, we become that spiritual, uh, you know, well-being guru, you know, that, you know, that's what I see. They're, they're positive, they're grateful, they're forgiving, they're loving, and those are the people I want to be around. And that's what I strive to be, too. Yes, forgiveness is huge, and it's a real blessing blocker. If you are operating in unforgiveness, mm. you are blocking so many positive things. And I know that people sometimes, I believe, confuse forgiveness with forgetting, um, you know, and, and just forgiving that person or that situation, and uh, then, like, everything's, you know, back to normal again. No, it's not. Uh, you still may have issues of concern with that person or that event that caused you to be in unforgiveness. But what you're doing is you're taking the energy away from it. You're taking the control it has over you. You no longer have that strong angst or feeling in relationship to that person who hurt you or that situation that went awry. You've let all that go and you can look at that person or look at that situation in a different light without that energy of anger and instead mm -hmm. say, you know, I forgive you. I release you. I, I may not forget, you know, how it made me feel, but I no longer have that energy in it anymore. No longer, I no longer go back to that place every time I see you or every time I go to that place yes. about that event. It's just like, okay, yeah, that happened. It's just like anything else. It was an event in my life. I learned from it. I've grown from it. And now I'm ready to move forward without giving that energy uh, to that negative event or that negative person. So forgiveness is really key when it comes to being spiritually well. So I absolutely agree with you there. I love how you said that, you know, that lack of forgiveness is a blessing blocker. That's beautiful. I wrote that down, Linus. Thank you for that. It truly is what it is. And um, to, to that's, you know, I love this um, in the morning. Part of my little ritual is to like, who do I need to forgive? 
you know, who is, who is feeling uncomfortable? Like we had a little conflict. It may just be something small and I'll think of them. And from my heart, I'll, I'll send this love and light to their hearts. And I'll just, I love to use the Hopo Ono prayer. It's a Hawaiian forgiveness prayer. And it it goes like, I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. And you say it as many times, at least three, as many times till you feel the shift within you. And every time I do that, that person that I was sending it to responds. They will text me. They will call me. They'll message me. And they feel it. People feel that. And it just opens the way for more love and light and connecting on that spiritual vibe. That is a beautiful concept. And I I love that prayer as well. And you're right. When you are sending out love, which is the ultimate energy, the positive energy, it conquers all things. And you're doing it indirectly to a person who you might think might have been your nemesis or someone that's caused (laughs) you angst of some kind. You're right. They feel that and they almost always will call you, send you a note, do something. Mm -hmm. In fact, haven't you noticed when you think about something, they come across your mind and you say, oh, you know, and then later on you'll run into them or Mm -hmm. uh, you'll, you'll see them like something of yours on Facebook or something. And this could have been somebody that you haven't seen or talked to in years. And they come to your mind, you're kind of thinking about them like, oh, should I reach out to them or whatever? And then all of a sudden, boom, there they are. That's not coincidence. That's part of that powerful energy that all of us have to be able to manifest in general. But in particular, you can truly manifest an enhanced communication uh, with someone that you haven't talked with in a long time by just sending them positive thoughts and love and energy. And next thing you know, it's so powerful. They're right there. You know, it's amazing how the mind works when it comes to that kind of manifestation. I hear people say sometimes, well, how do I manifest? How do I manifest? And so much of manifestation has to do with what's going on with your thoughts, mm-hmm. things that you tell Definitely. yourself, you know, the conversations you have in your head. Uh, many times that really makes a difference in terms of the outcomes that you're anticipating. Yes. I, I tell a story about my son who Um, from a divorce, he stopped speaking to me for 12 years and how painful that was and how much I prayed and prayed and prayed. But I used that Hopo Ono and I used that visualization that I could keep sending my love to him and forgive him and forgive myself for all of that that happened. And um, I, I tell that story, you know, so many parents have gone through, you know, losing connections with their children through, you know, awful divorces. And, um, yeah, this is such a powerful um, tool that I teach. I actually had one client had that happen to her and I, I had her um, do that and forgive and all that part and just visualize her children connecting. They didn't want anything to do with her. They stopped talking to her and um, yeah, her ex-husband had turned them against her. And just within a month, her children reached out. They came to live with her. She didn't have to go through court. She didn't have to go talk to her ex-husband. She didn't have to say anything. She shifted her vibe, her energy, sent out that love. They felt it and they wanted to be with her. Isn't that amazing? I call that a miracle. That is a miracle. And yes, it is amazing, but it is so possible for everyone to do the same thing when it comes to things that they're longing for in their life. You could attract those things to you. So I know we've gone through at least four that I wrote down of the uh, spiritual, um, the, the, the four habits of spiritual wellness. I know there's three more. What are those three? 
um, intention. I, I, I talked a little bit about that, but listening to your intuition. Um, that's how God speaks to us. Um, and we get these nudges to do something. And if it's, if it's um, a good thing, you're receiving a message. And to follow that message. And, and so many times, you know, you might get, you know, call this person, reach out to this person that they're needing, you know, they're needing something and God's reaching through you and speaking through the, your intuition. So that again, in the morning, listening in, what does God want me to do today? You know, what, what is that? And follow that promptings. If you're not following, you're not going to get the promptings anymore. So really making the time to listen to which direction sometimes it might just be turn left turn right by this book talk to this person um connect in you know listening into where you're being led um to bless others and also bless yourself and and tap into that miracle i think um you know we don't sometimes we don't listen to our intuition and um you know, as we talked about the emotions, right? If we haven't been forgiving and we're angry and the inner critic, we don't hear our intuition very clearly. We don't hear the voice guiding us. So it's all connected in as we're doing our releasing and forgiving. Our intuition brightens and gets clearer and we've got to follow it. That is absolutely true. One of the best ways to stay clear um, is to practice releasing and letting go of those negative feelings that really aren't constructive. They're not serving you. And it's a constant um, uh, process, removing those energies. And, and there's different ways that you can do it. There are people who do energy healing. Uh, others do tapping uh, to physically, you know, remove energetically uh, the negativity that attaches itself to all of us at any given time. And it's not necessarily that people are sending you, you know, negative vibes. It's not that. It's just that we come into contact with so many people in the course of the day and they have different energies that, you know, can influence how we feel without even realizing it. So just being aware that that's the case and that you can learn how to eradicate that and move those energies out so that you can really receive all the full blessings of life is probably one of one of the greatest miracles of all should you learn to do it or go to someone that can help mm -hmm. you learn to do it mm -hmm. because it makes such a huge difference and i know carolyn that that you do energy healing i do i do and i so i, I feel really uh, it's like spiritual work and as i said connecting into their soul and what is needed and just you know helping them break through and have their miracles and my so much of my work is you know loving yourself and forgiving yourself and those who've hurt you that's where the miracle comes and it can be so challenging but it can be so simple and easy and we just need that mentor that coach to help us guide us through that is what you do with people and their health because that's another one is what are you eating you know, what are you thinking? Um, what are you doing? Are you doing the things that bring in happiness? Are you hanging out with positive people? Are you focused on what you're grateful for? That's my other one. You know, focusing on gratitude and, um, you know, your thoughts of gratitude replace the negative. That's the first thing I do with people. And, um, and then doing those things that make you happy and relax you and, and bring you fun and, and connecting with those people that, 
our positive vibe in your life. We need to let go of those who are bringing us down, um, who have that negative vibe, who are stuck, you know, and pulling our energy down and, um, you know, letting go of clutter. That's another one. Letting go of the clutter, letting go of things that um, we don't like and want in our life and saying yes to yourself, saying no to what you don't want, saying yes to what you do want. I love that. Uh, clutter is so important, both figuratively and actually mm -hmm. uh, from an esoteric <laughs> standpoint, whether our minds are cluttered, cluttered or our physical space is cluttered. I know when it's time for me to reorganize my room because I can feel that I'm getting stunted creatively. So I, you know, change the books around or do whatever it is. And uh, all of a sudden I feel like, oh, okay, now I'm ready to do the rest of whatever it is I need to do because I needed to kind of declutter. I love these tips and I, I think I wrote them all down. The whole idea of gratitude, that's so important and forgiveness and the importance of uh, you know eating healthy and using your intuition and uh, releasing negativity, that's so huge. And also starting your day positively in, in a spiritual way, giving God your first fruits and letting go of that clutter. All of these things kind of work together to help you be spiritually well. And I just love these concepts. They're so important. And I have to ask you, since we're talking about concepts, uh, what's your idea? What's your philosophy? I ask everybody that I talk to on Vibe Living, what's your philosophy of Vibe Living? What does that mean for you? Yes, raising our vibe, whatever we can do to get in that good, positive feeling. And to me, that number one is the gratitude that I start my day with, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful to be alive. And that raises your vibration that you're gonna attract more positive things. And then the second part to me is connecting with those people that are also grateful, positive. And I just, they just fuel me, you know, and, and conversations and I get ideas and I, I give them ideas and we just support each other and empowering and inspiring. So creating communities, reaching out to those people, create, I love collaborating and bringing those people in. It's like, like you have the same idea I do. Let's work together. Let's support each other. And that's, oh, I just get on a high. I'll tell you a spiritual high when I am hanging out with those kind of people. That is a wonderful thing. You're absolutely right. I think that collaboration really brings out the best in everyone. And for you entrepreneurs out there, you might want to consider that because right now I understand that it's very challenging time uh, while we are going through the metamorphosis of creating a new butterfly in our country. We're going through that metamorphosis. We have a lot of caterpillaring going on right now, but sometimes getting together with other caterpillars, other entrepreneurs who are pivoting their businesses and making changes, uh, or with your friends who are making some lifestyle changes to better suit what's going on now, maybe that's something you can do together and support each other. Um, no man is an island. I don't believe we were meant to do a lot of this stuff that we do alone. I don't mean, I don't think we were meant to do it alone. There's power in numbers. And especially if you resonate with someone, if you have that same synergy, those same kind of goals and objectives, those same intentions, working together 
supporting each other, being each other's accountability partner is probably the epitome of being spiritually and emotionally well, because you have that support, you have that sounding board. Uh, and then you also have that amen corner when something really goes well, they get it because they are on that journey with you. Or when something falls apart, they get that too, because they're on that same journey. I love your idea of, of vibe living. And I wanted you to share, uh, Carolyn, with the things that you're doing right now. What's going on in Carolyn's world? What kinds of things are you doing in your business right now? Yes. Well, I am love to um, help entrepreneur women grow their confidence and their business. And such a great way is through speaking through sharing their story of the struggle that they went through and turning their wound story into their wow story to promote their, their vision, their message, um, to grow their own tribe. Uh, so, you know, taking our stories and creating that, uh, crafting a signature speech that they can share through podcasts, through Facebook Live, through events, that we are doing, we would love to invite them in, and we coach, we coach you in and preparing that and getting that confidence and using social media and promoting and growing your your tribe through your message and what you're using your gifts and talents. So if you're if you want if you're not sure what your gift and talent is or you're not sure you don't have your business going, we take you from scratch on, on finding your purpose in developing your gifts and getting you going into creating your passion through through a business. And if it's speaking, if it's coaching, if it's healing or what it is, using your expertise to raise the vibration of the planet. Yes, in fact, I know Carolyn and I um, have a collaboration a while back, and I don't know exactly when you'll be listening to this podcast, but in 2020, in the beginning of 2020, with everything that was beginning to go on by about March or so, I came up with an idea, and it basically was based upon what I was hearing all of my followers on the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond group on Facebook. There's over 3,600 women that are following me, and um, one of the things that was a uh, reoccurring theme was hope. You know, people just needed some hope, something to hold on to, uh, to kind of help them get through some of the darker parts of what was happening in early 2020. So I created a brand called uh, Hope and Wellness. And HOPE was an acronym. It stands for honoring our purpose every day. Because I feel like we're honoring our purpose, our passion, if we're operating in that, it raises our vibration. It raises our ability to hope to find joy in even the smallest things. So I had met Carolyn and we came together and did the Hope and Wellness Summit, which was an event where for, uh, 14 speakers from all over the country came together to speak about topics involving hope and wellness. It went very well. We had over 2,200 views on Facebook and we then re-released it on YouTube. Well, we're getting ready to do it again. And I don't know exactly when you'll be listening to this, but more than likely, um, the well, there will be a link that will lead you to more information about this on your show page. But we are now putting together the Hope and Wellness Retreat. And again, my idea was that I wanted to do a virtual spa day. Uh, so many times uh, we've started to go to the nail place or the facial place or whatever, and it got shut down or we didn't feel comfortable or whatever, but we're still longing to be pampered in a way we don't normally pamper ourselves. So we are gathering women uh, who are 
holistic practitioners and other women who will be speaking on the whole idea of taking care of our minds, our bodies, and our spirits from a holistic perspective. And this is going to be different than just sitting and listening to people talk at you. It's going to be interactive. We're going to be doing yoga and learning new recipes for skincare and making a smoothie and just doing all kinds of things to honor uh, who we are as women and to honor and to focus on the importance of enhancing our self-care. And sometimes it's the small little things that we do for ourselves that go such a long way to helping us feel better, hopeful, to helping us be well. And you know, if mama's well and her hope is intact, then everybody else in the house is gonna be well too. So um, we're very excited about uh, working together on this uh, virtual hope and wellness retreat and hope that you get a chance to go if you listen to this podcast or if you listen to the podcast and it's already happened, you can click on the link and actually see what we did and how everything went. Uh, I'm real excited about it, Carolyn. I think it's going to be going to be a real blessing to the many, many women that, um, whose lives we get to touch. Yes. And we got such great feedback from our last one. People saying, thank you so much. This is exactly what I needed. And just uplifting and positive and just bringing a community together because we're so lacking connection and we, we so need that. That just is, um, that's where we can thrive. When we feel connected, we're not alone. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that all of you have uh, connected with Carolyn and I today on the Vibe Living Podcast. I love having um, my fellow Vibe women come in and share their uh, expertise and their knowledge and their wisdom. It's always a special time. And Carolyn, I know all of your contact information is on the show page, but uh, could you tell them uh, your website so they can go and check you out? on the Yes. Yes. Oh, I find you. So it's carolynkmcgraw.com. And on there, I've got a free gift for everyone. I've got a meditation. It's empowering and relaxing. And also, if you're an entrepreneur, you're wanting to be an entrepreneur, grow your business, I've got a free um, audio book on enlightened ways to grow a prosperous business. Fantastic. Please check her out. You know, I always want to make sure that I support our fellow women entrepreneurs, and I know all of you feel the same way. Thank you so much for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. It's so wonderful to be able to spend some time talking about my favorite thing. Please share the podcast uh, with friends and family who you think would uh, like to hear what we're talking about, and subscribe if you're listening to um, us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our podcast there, or perhaps you might be listening to Anchor. And if you are listening to Anchor, I don't have any problems with you uh, hitting the uh, donation button to keep us on the air. We would love that. But most importantly, I just love having you come and listen to our sharings. And I look forward to having you come back again and really getting a chance to find out the kinds of things that you can do to buy. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Lennis, and I will see you again next time. And don't forget to vibe. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a Vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.